calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Crowley, it's John. Just checking in again. I haven't heard from you. Call me back. Knock, knock. Uh, Mendez. Hey. Hey, Doc. Grab your shit and let's go. I've got a case for you. You're taking me this time. I am. That a problem? No. Just curious. Where's Crowley? She's on another case. Asked me to bring you on this one. Look, are you coming or not? Absolutely, yeah. Hey, I've actually got these files for Crowley. Would you mind giving them to her if you see her? Sure, whatever. Let's go. Audio Media presents How I Died. Supposed to leave the gate unlocked. Guess we're hoofing it. Like we have to jump over? No, dummy. I've got keys to the booth we can pass through, but it would have been easier to just drive the car through. Here, take this. Phew. Oh, tight quarters. Phew. Been here before. The cemetery? Yeah, but usually after a case, not for one. What, you attend the funerals of the victims? Sometimes, but not all of them. Man. I haven't been to one in years. Some of the cases just hit a little harder, you know? It feels right to go. 
I'm surprised. I never pictured you as the sympathetic type. It's empathy, uh, not sympathy. <laughs> What's the difference? Sympathy is feeling bad for someone from their perspective. Empathy is putting yourself in their shoes. So if you relate to them, you feel bad enough to go to the funeral? That's kind of a shitty way of looking at it. Why? I don't know. I feel like I should be able to feel sorry for them without having to put myself in their position. And do you? All right, Dr. Kim. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> okay, all right. You heard they quit, right? I'm definitely aware. So... So... Uh, cemetery at night, huh? Are we having a seance? <laughs> Hell no. I am not pissing off a ghost. <laughs> I never did get to thank you. You know, for not telling Crowley I went to the Springfield Corp facility when I was suspended. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be going there in the first place. Shit's haunted. Yeah, you mentioned that. But I am absolutely refusing to talk about being haunted in a cemetery at night. Why are we here in the dark anyway? Wouldn't this be easier to do tomorrow? Yeah, you're telling me. But the fucking groundskeeper has a funeral happening tomorrow right near the plot we're going to. Said it would disturb the attendees if we're digging up a body during it. We're digging up a body? You and me? No. A crew came out earlier. We just need to help identify some inconsistencies before we move anything. Inconsistencies? There are two bodies in one coffin. That is definitely inconsistent. Yep. Dirk Bevins went missing about a week ago or more. He didn't open his store for a while and someone called the police. We didn't have much to go on until a few days ago. Someone else noticed a man matching his description hanging around the cemetery. So he went voluntarily missing? Who knows? Hart and I follow up. Nothing seemed off to the groundskeeper and he doesn't remember seeing anyone. Until... Until... We realized that Dirk's deceased wife was buried in the cemetery. Maybe he's visiting her, right? Something like that. So we go to check the grave site, and it's got new, fresh dirt on top. As in, someone recently opened it up. Opened it and reclosed it. So we bring the crew out, dig it up to check, and voila. Two bodies inside a single coffin. And I'm here to confirm that the second is Dirk's. Oh no. We're certain it's Dirk. He's not that decomposed after a day or two. I can identify him from a recent photo. We just need you to tell us why and how he got put in there. Plus, the second body is interesting. You'll see. Right. Well, at least I'm involved this time. What's that mean? I just feel like I've been iced out. You're on a case right now. With Crowley, I mean... I'm here with you. Yeah, and what's wrong with me? Nothing. You know what I mean. Crowley was always the point of contact. It felt like we were a team. And now we're just, you know, not. Yeah, trust me. I know the feeling. <laughs> she icing you out, too? No one is icing anyone out. But you're not working together on cases. It's complicated. Mendez... Is there something going on between you two? Whoa, 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 whoa. We are not close enough for this conversation. It's just that I've seen you both together. You have great chemistry. We're partners. Currently estranged. 
We're fine. How's your hand? <laughs> All right, man. Do you have something you want to say? Crowley told me about the car accident. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. No, you didn't. You wanted to imply that you know, so I'd talk to you. Sorry. I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm trying to connect. Well, you're doing a shitty job at it. We're here. That's a big hole. Yeah, they dug a little off mark, so we had to expand it. Anyway, now you can stand on the side. Go ahead in. Is there a ladder or... Rope. Here, I'll hold this side. Great. High tech. What happens if I can't get back up? I'm bigger than you. You'll be fine. Cozy. Drop me a flashlight. What? What happened? Oh, nothing. Just got startled. Holy crap. From the coffin? This can't be the worst shape you've seen a body in. It's not. Uh, nothing. You're not seeing anything weird, right? Weird? I thought I'd be stuck in there forever again. What exactly am I looking at? Two bodies in a coffin. Right, but... Go away. Does it look like they're hugging to you? They're hugging, right? Hugging? Seriously, I've told at least four people now, including you, to piss off. Hey, Mendez. Uh, yeah? I, I left a, a soil spectrometer in your car. Of course you did. Would you mind going to get it for me? Is it important? It lets me analyze the type of dirt. You know, if there are multiple kinds, like if you were moved. So, yeah, it's a little important. Hmm. And of course you left it. In your car. Yeah. I'd go get it, but then I'd have to climb out and waste time I could be using to look at the body. We'll be here all night. <sighs> What's it look like? Oh, uh, you'll know it when you see it. Hard to miss. Look, you realize you can't climb out alone, right? I'll be all right. Walking through a creepy-ass cemetery at night. One flashlight, son of a bitch. Are you Dirk Bevins? Please, just let me sleep. My name's John. Do you know why people haven't been listening to you? Because all of you are jerks? Actually, it's because no one can hear you. You're a dead body. You're a ghost right now, Dirk. And people think they're just looking at a dead body in a coffin. Bull. Seriously, I'm the only one who can see or hear you. Try standing. You'll see. Whoa, let me back up. There, I'm standing. Wouldn't I be floating if I were dead? You are, but only like a centimeter above the dirt. It's pretty much like standing. Again, bull. I'm going back to sleep. Turn around and look down. And what? Oh, oh my God. That's, that's me. That's my body. Exactly. I'm actually dead? You are. So, where's Mabel? Is that your wife? Yes, where is she? I'm not sure. How long ago did she die? 
1992. That's a long time. And you died maybe two or three days ago. She's probably gone. What do you mean, gone? You're a ghost right now, and she must have been when she died, too. But you can't stay as a ghost. You have to move on to whatever's next. Maybe that's where she went. So, will I see her? I don't know. Maybe. How can I move on? Well, if you can just hold on for a minute, I have a couple questions. I'm too tired for questions. Is that why you came to the cemetery? Because you were tired? I've been tired for 20 years. Maybe more. Maybe. Since Mabel. What happened to her? Huh? Uh, same thing that happened to a lot of people. She got sick from the storm. Do you mind if I... Disturb our dead bodies? Sure. Go for it. She's heavily decayed. I know. Her bone structure. It's odd. Didn't they ever tell you not to speak ill of the dead? Did she have some sort of birth defect while she was alive? She was perfect. Because I'm seeing a malformed jawline on her skull, and look at the temple. There's an additional bore. I don't know what I'm looking at. That's just bones. Not my wife. Right here. At the jaw, these back teeth here, they don't look like molars. They're pointed. Maybe they broke in here. In this tiny hole in her temple, it's like a... I don't know what to make of that. You said she had storm shock. What was it like? You want me to relive that? If you don't mind. I do mind. It was awful. Watching her get sicker and sicker. Did she, um, grow any extra toes or anything weird? I've heard stuff like that can happen with the victims of storm shock. Again, that's my wife. This almost doesn't look human. No extra toes, no. You came to see her, right? I loved her. I still do. It hurts so bad to live without her every single day. I just wanted to be with her again. It was the anniversary of her death. I was tired. You were the one that dug all the way down here to open the coffin. I came in the evening. It took almost until morning. Then I found her and... and laid down. Jesus. How did you get covered back up? You didn't do that, right? I got awoken, yelled, and asked to go back to sleep. I told you, you guys kept doing that. Then the dirt came down. You said you saw four people. Me, two cops, and who else? I don't know. Some old guy. He was really annoyed and horrified when he saw me. Uh, he, he came back with a ditch digger. And then the dirt came down. Right. And I was left to sleep for a while. Dirk, I, I think you were buried in here. 
probably alive, but I'll have to... What are you doing to me? I'm going to check your airway. If there is dirt in your lungs, it means that you were alive when somebody dug back over you. Hey, Doc, is this it? Hey, um, no, I think that's a tire pressure gauge. It's probably yours. Yeah, it looked like one, but I'm not going back. It's fine. What are you doing with them? Pull me up. Thanks. You don't need your, uh, dirt thermometer or whatever it was? No, uh, it's fine. I'll use it back at the lab. I think we should exhume both of the bodies and transport them there. Both bodies? Yeah. Uh, for Dirk, I need to check his lungs to see if he inhaled any dirt. If he did, he was alive when he was buried. But I didn't see any nail marks or signs of a struggle. There's nothing under his fingernails, and it looks like he was just sort of laying there when the dirt was put back on him. So he was dead? Maybe. I can't be sure here. Got it. But why the other body? Just leave us alone. Dirk's wife, Mabel, she was a victim of storm shock. Her bone structure in the coffin seems to have changed. I want to take a look at what happened. You want to... Do you think she's related to Dirk's death at all? No. But it's just So you want to just... What? Check out her bones? I think it could definitely be important for, you know, what's going on with Stormshock. Plus, she's already partially exhumed. That is not how this works, John. Not how any of this works. Do you know what kind of hoops I'll have to jump through just to get Dirk's body out of here? And you want me to file for an unrelated body, too? It's not gonna happen. Crowley would probably be interested in knowing, too. (laughs) That's great. She can be the one to tell you no, then. If I could get a hold of her. It'll be a couple of days to get Dirk's body approved for movement. Great. I can sleep. (sighs) Look, you need anything else here? Can we head back? I apparently have some paperwork to do. No, uh, we can go. Just curious, uh, how old is the groundskeeper here? You met him, right? Old. And is there a construction vehicle or something around? Anything that could be used to dig up dirt? Yeah, we used it earlier. Why? Just curious. If I do find dirt in Dirk's lungs, then maybe the groundskeeper found him and buried him. Why the hell would he do that? I think Dirk dug this hole himself and then just sort of laid down to die. You got all that from ten minutes with a body? Maybe he missed his wife. You doing okay, Doc? You miss your wife? (laughs) My ex-boyfriend, actually. Oh, oh, I didn't know. Sorry to assume. Oh, no, you're good. I didn't mean it like that. He, uh, he died is all. So, you know, just kind of a sensitive subject that's been on my mind. And that's why you're projecting onto a dead guy? Have you, (laughs) have you ever been in love? John, I'm 37 years old. Are we in a Lifetime movie? What's going on right now? Are you in love with Crowley? What? Why would... Where did that even come from? <laughs> Just something I picked up on. Yeah, well... Put it back. Stop... Stop picking up on stuff. You guys bicker a lot. So do you. 
Yeah, well, we also have a pretty tight bond. We've worked together for a while now. She feels terrible about what happened to you. Now we're back on this. She should feel terrible. She lied to me. She kept important information from me, and it led to... We got played, all right? She almost got us killed, and then she just shot... She shot someone? Leave it alone, Spacer. She did what she thought she needed to do, to make things right. You of all people should know that in the heat of the moment... When her son died, I thought it would be it for her. We weren't even partners then. She was deputy and I just worked in the office. We weren't that close, but... I could feel her energy change. Like she was lost, just floating through life. I prayed for her, you know? I'm not religious, but... I hoped it helped. I lit those, uh... Those little candles where you ask for something. I asked for her to heal. Then our boss got indicted and she was rushed into a promotion I don't think she even wanted. Suddenly it was like she had a new purpose. I think it helped her cope. I saw a new side to her, how strong she was. And I mean, if she could get through that, then she could get through anything. That's the moment I... That's the moment I fell in love with her. Almost three years ago. Have you ever told her that? We've all lost somebody, Spacer. She lost her son, got divorced. I lost my brother. Hell, you lost your boyfriend. People like us, we don't just get happy endings. Because we know in the end, all it leads to is loss. You first, through the guard post. <clears throat> a while ago, you asked me about your brother, right? Alex. Yeah. He worked at Springfield Corp as a scientist. <laughs> he was a, a custodian. Scientist doesn't exactly run in my family. When the explosion happened, Alex got out. What are you talking about? He went to the underground bunker, which was safe from the storm. There was supposedly food and water down there, and I think he survived a long time. And I think someone from Springfield Corp came to find him. What the fuck are you talking about? He might be alive somewhere. Are you kidding me? How could you possibly say that? You don't know that! <sighs> what the fuck do you believe in, Mendez? Excuse me? You said you're not religious, but you pray. You think Springfield is haunted or cursed. Do you believe in that stuff? Ghosts and monsters? I don't know. Where is this coming from? The fucking body in that coffin didn't look human. What do you mean, Dirk? The other one. The one that suffered from storm shock. Something changed it. And I think there's more to this place being cursed than you might know about. I also think you're right. Alex might have... Shut up about Alex. Don't... Don't talk about things you don't know. <laughs> I do know. How? Because I can talk to ghosts. You what? Nothing. I didn't say... You don't think you can... No, I... 
It was a metaphor. A metaphor? Do you mind if we just drop this? We, uh... We don't need to talk in the car. Yeah, I'd prefer that. I Died is an audio media original production created and written by Vince Dijani, directed by Chroma Sakura and mixed by Eric Howell. This episode was edited by Chris Harris Beachy with sound design by Eric Emma. Our theme song was created by Silent Mike. Starring me as John Spacer, Shana Waring as Sheriff Crowley, Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez, Vin Vox as Dr. Kim, and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia. This episode guest starred Elijah Tatum as Dirk and someone as joy if you're enjoying the show please head over to your favorite podcast app and give us a rating and a review it really helps us out a ton and we definitely appreciate it thank you so much for listening and until next time try not to die everyone loves tv dad on the next tv dad presented by progressive tv dad explains becoming a man son it's time we had the talk Okay, TV Dad. You know, drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Oh, is that why my voice is changing? That's a question for your health teacher. <laughs> Listen to your TV Dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, But more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.